on our nucleus. Pour out your glory on our protons and electrons and nucleuses. Give us your scientific glory. We can even be happy about right now because of Joe Biden. <laughs> because of these Democrats cashing in on a gun crisis and things like this. That you cannot have enough laws for evil because evil doesn't obey the law. They are the men of lawlessness. Okay. Well, hallelujah, that was nice. That was really nice. We're gonna learn how to have fun in the glory. Until you learn to have fun in the glory, you'll complain against the glory. The Bible says that they murmured against Moses. Have you delivered us out of Egypt only to kill us in the wilderness, Moses? You should have left us in Egypt to die. At least then, in our institutionalized communist areas, we could have a consistent three square meals. Now we're not even promised that. I want meat. Give me some quails. I pray for quail, Lord Jesus. <laughs> you know what's funny? Beating up the goat. 
You're only legally allowed in the Joy Lord to beat up your own goat. Don't beat up your neighbor's goat. Unless they're happy, then they probably won't mind. Otherwise, they might get offended. I'm not having a good day. Don't beat up my goat in any way. I will never say hooray. I do not like green eggs and ham, Sam I am. <laughs> There's a glory goose from the refuse with a noose. But we're going to get him born again with the anointing of Dr. Seuss by saying, Loose! <laughs> I just invite the spirit of ecstasy of Jesus Christ to take over this airspace in this place and I curse anything that would change the air into something sour or hellish and I just thank you for just totally vaporizing any negativity in our flesh, in our blood, in our brain, in our souls, in our spirit, in our air, in our atmosphere, in our minds. We just thank you, Lord, for killing everything in this place that doesn't bring you joy and happiness and delight and ecstasy. And then just totally frying us on the angel of pharmakia. <laughs> Oh, they're nervous now. You know, they got just enough revelation to be dangerous to hurt themselves and others because they studied the Greek and the Hebrew of the Bible instead of the Holy Ghost and the freedom of God in the glory realm. So we just have enough knowledge to be angry and bitter and cursed. So, and you start talking about redemption, and you start talking about revelation and ascension, and you start going into the realms of joy and peace and ecstasy, rapture. People get really nervous saying, we think it's a kundalini. We, <laughs> we, we think you're stealing God's glory. We think that you are of a wrong spirit that this is a, a ministry of Satan and not Jesus Christ because we don't have happiness in our relationship with our false Jesus and our false Holy Spirit who just puts rules and regulations on us and we've never learned to have fun with our friends. The goat's alive. Don't kill my goat. That's all I have. My very identity is wrapped up in the religious devil. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was a young boy, I was raised yoked to the religious demon of my ancestors. All I've ever known was slavery to do's and don'ts and the knowledge of good and evil. And you come around here with a happy, clappy, joyful gospel. I am so offended by you right now. Do you even understand how hard I've been trying? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get into the effortless, carefree ease of the glory. The Spirit of Jesus is going to lift you up by one thing, faith, which is called breathing. 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things breathed. If you can breathe, there's hope for you. <laughs> you know, ascension is as easy as breathing. Some people need a little help. Some people have been soaking, some people have been token, some people have been smoking. Some people have been laughing, some people have been sinning, some people have been winning, some people have been grinning. <laughs> some are having fun, some are not. Some are for sale and some are bought. <laughs> Turning all over the motherfucker's table. In the glory realm. Amen? You have to uh, get a little understanding as we tune in in Rapture tonight. We had an encounter with an elemental spirit called the, the milk frother, where you make your lattes. And uh, this might seem a little far-fetched to some. Not to us in the glory. The elemental spirits are written in the Bible, and though sorcery and sinners have infused the elements with darkness, when you infuse them with glory, they're set free. For the Bible says, when the sons of God are manifest, that all creation will rejoice. And so it means every element will rejoice. The elements are elemental spirits. This microphone is an elemental spirit. You say, this is just a stuffed animal. It's a lot more than that. It's an elemental spirit of a stuffed animal. So at any time, baby sloth might wink at you. Baby sloth, literally as a stuffed animal, as an elemental spirit, might start talking to you through the screen as you're watching the broadcast tonight. We've seen it before. And we're on the drugs of heaven and not earth, so don't be confused. The Bible says that those that practice the drugs of the earth will be outside the kingdom. Why? Because God has given you the new wine. Wine is a reference to the drugs inside the kingdom of heaven. At my right hand are pleasures forevermore. And we say, oh, pleasures, you know, it's got to be some kind of religious thing because I go to a, a church and it's got to be some kind of box, except there's no box there at all. I looked and there was no box, the Bible says, and the pleasure was just experiencing all the freedom apart from the religious spirit under your feet called the serpent in the garden, so far removed from the glory realm that you have to adjust. It's almost too good to be true every single day. You're telling me that all I have to do for eternity is have fun? with my friends. No, I'm not telling you that. Jesus Christ told you that in the Bible. I'm not saying anything except what my father's saying. I'm not doing anything except my father done. This gospel of getting high on the glory is not even my idea. I can't take credit for it. It's Jesus's idea. Jesus takes credit for it. Jesus is going to intoxicate his people with the wine of his glory, he's going to raise you from a realm of sadness and sorrow into a realm of celebration and fun that never ends. 
And it's as easy as believing the good report. Remember, all they had to do was drink the promised land. There was no sermon there. There was just evidence of Jurassic-sized grapes of Joshua and Caleb carrying a long wooden pole representing the cross. And all you got to do is drink the blood of the cross, drink the blood of the lamb, drink the glory of the lamb. The blood of the lamb is the glory of the lamb. There is a river of new wine flowing from our Lord Jesus Christ in heaven and we got to drink it and we're gonna keep drinking we're gonna keep drinking we're gonna get baptized and stay baptized in the wine sometimes we forget that there is wine and we start to take ourselves seriously we start to look at ourselves and that's when we're totally defeated because we have no ability to change ourselves it's the wine that changes you Jesus said this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood when you drink it you're going to be changed. And if you don't know how to drink, it's as simple as believing and breathing. <laughs> believing and breathing. Hey, man. <laughs> People come in and they don't understand the atmosphere we've cultivated in this place of continuous intoxication since 2008. And so there's this huge chasm of separated understanding. You know, the drunken glory realm is the promised land of the new wine grapes of the Lamb of God connected to the vine of the wine of the Lamb and staying connected into the promised land for years and years and years and years and years and never leaving the glory. Guarding the glory. Guardians of the glory. The Word of God guards the glory realm. It's the sword of the Spirit of God that welcomes you in to the wine of the divine kind that's going to make your faces shine. We're going to get into the wine in a major way and get delivered from Satan every day. And we're never going to be sour-minded. We're going to get sweetened by the glory. All of our little judgmental opinions and irritations with each other that are all our spirits in us that are not Jesus, all those little demons are going to be incinerated as we drink. <laughs> yeah. See, the wine crucifies the mind. There's a wine sign. One of the signs of the exodus of the bride coming out of the earth into the heavenlies during this time is the wine sign, the gold sign, the gemstone sign, the oil sign, the feathers sign. You get feathers, you get gold, you get gemstone dust, you get oil, you get wine. Do not harm the wine. Why? Because we want to drink it. Amen. <laughs> when you get into the wine, it changes your mind. When you're not into the blood, drunk and believed and experienced the true wisdom of the ages, it has to be drunk. It's in the blood of Jesus. He has been made wisdom unto us, it is written. Proverbs kills the beasts, mixes the wine, prepares the feasts for us to wine and dine all the time. And we never stop or we never come down no matter how much people around us have a frown. You are entitled to joy 
despite circumstances and situations, the Bible says in Isaiah, arise from the prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord rises upon you and nations shall stream. That means they're going to get liquefied in the wine. That the glory realm is going to stream them into Zion. Someone's been drinking so much that their cup overflows in a wine ministry that gathers the nations, their souls, in the wine, in the gladness, in the joy that Jesus Christ entered in the right hand of God as a demonstration of the glory. When you're in Jesus, you demonstrate the joy. When you're in Satan, you don't have any joy. When you look around, you act like a clown and you end up with the frown. When you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, not yourself, not your kids, not your spouse, not your house, not even a mouse, not your money, not your honey, not your beer, not your rear. You keep your eyes on Jesus who frees us in the glory and then you end up with the joy of the lord all the time in the wine and you never have a sad face you always have a glad face because you are the chosen race of the glory and we thank you for it father in this place <laughs> so it's fun to wrestle the principalities isn't it are you enjoying winning you know it's like you feel the wine coming down on the sourness of wormwood today do you feel that here there i came into this place and it smelled like a burnt mar i don't know a burnt chair or something burnt old musty i mean just it was like what are we it smells like burnt flesh we wiped the fans it was like black soot from burnt flesh on all the fan blades they're normally white we wiped them down they're all white again but it was black with like soot i'm like how did soot and burnt flesh and and burnt cat hair and and burnt cat flesh and all this burnt brain cells get on our fan and our ceiling all over the walls what happened in this place we are burning the animal you know how you get into the joy of the lord you burn the animal if the animal is alive it is a critical spirit it is a murmuring antichrist beast that only pretends to love Jesus, but is not even capable of love. It is a false love of the flesh. It is a false joy of the flesh. So it must be burnt alive as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. You know what happens then? You get healed. The flesh gets healed as it burns alive in the fire of the glory, in the joy that Jesus Christ entered in the glory realm. The glory itself is the fire on the altar of the beast of your brain. This is the battlefield in the mind. And unless the glory fire is burning the skull from ear to ear, there is no cheer. But if the glory of God is burning you from ear to ear, there is great cheer. There is a great joy for those who become the Holy Ghost toy. <laughs> 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 
The father wants to play with his kids in the glory. He wants to teach us how to have fun in heaven as a man and a woman child. He's going to restore your innocence and chaste virginity. He's going to restore your minds, your souls, your DNA. Each cell in your DNA is going to sing a new song from a Holy Ghost living water bong. I'm talking about time to get flipping flapped up in the glory. So high that you can touch the sky. <laughs> the Bible says that even the firmament will be glorified by those who teach righteousness. Those who learn wisdom will shine. Those who teach wisdom will shine even brighter. They're going to be shining with the joy. They're going to be shining with the glory. They're going to reveal a supernatural realm of the kingdom of heaven that supersedes circumstances of anything orchestrated by a lion deceiving demon making people sour through the realm of the dead and practicing the stars that fell from heaven in the brain, in the heart, in the blood, so that the blood is soured by looking on the outside. But when the eyes look into the glory, there is a sweetness imparted into the mind that makes your faces shine with the joy of a new sunshine. The joy of Jesus is by faith burning up the brain and glorifying the senses so that you can feel as good as Jesus does all the flipping time. And you can just flip out with your friends. Not in anger and frustration, not in demon possession and external influence of birds and beasts and reptiles of lying spirits and deception, but in the glory fire that will burn up all demonic influence on the outside of your souls and in your eyes and in your ears and in your nose and in your mouth and in all your touch gates completely burnt up in the baptism of the fire of God that will lift you up into the joy of Jesus in the angelic sphere to be of the heavenly kind and no longer earthly whatsoever. In order to be lifted up into the heavenly realm, you have to be burnt out of your brain, out of your mind, in the glory. If I'm in my right mind, I'm on earth. That's what the Bible says. If I'm out of my mind, then I'm in the heavenlies. It doesn't mean out of your mind crazy. It means not in the flesh. It means I'm not in the flesh. <laughs> How often are you not in the flesh? How do we get out of the flesh? You get out of the flesh by one thing, drinking the Holy Spirit. Not thinking the Holy Spirit. You'll stay in the flesh if your brain's in control. You'll get out of the flesh and begin to soar on the wings as eagles and, and fly in the glory in upward circular motions from glory to glory on eagles' wings of revelations of the glory. If your spirit values these dimensions and you love the heavens where God dwells more than the earth where the serpents dwell, you will go up. Just say, I'm going up. I'm going to go up in the glory. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. Going up in the glory. Going up in a whirlwind. Going up in a chariot. You know, Enoch just walked into heaven. 
That means heaven's not far away. You can literally walk into it, the Bible says. It's not far off. If a man in the Bible walked into heaven, that means he was walking in heaven on earth, and then that walk in heaven got so real and so melted the natural realm that one day he just went invisible. <laughs> We're going to go invisible. All you got to do is walk in the Holy Ghost. Do you have an intimate relationship with the Spirit that wrote the Bible? He's going to teach you the Word. What's the Word? The Word that carries you and pegs you deeper and deeper in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. The Holy Spirit is Christ. <laughs> Jesus was Jesus of Nazareth, the carpenter's son, until the white dove landed on him and he had a name change. True story, it's written in the Word. His name changed from Jesus of Nazareth to Jesus Christ. Christ is the Holy Spirit. Christ is the oil of the anointing of the Father, which is the white dove. The one who is the Messiah is the one who receives the white dove, and the white dove, the oil of God the Father's anointing, remains. <laughs> which means I'm going to operate out of the Holy Ghost and nothing else all the rest of my days on earth. And if I get involved in a different spirit, a false spirit, a religious spirit, a rebellious spirit, a lust spirit, a pride spirit, a sorcery spirit, a witchcraft spirit, all the groupings of pigs in the parlor spirit, I'm going to have to repent and get back into my first love, the Holy Spirit of God. And he will always embrace you, even if you've been sleeping with Nimrod, <laughs> the spirit of Babylon, amen? That's really where the bride is coming out of, Babylon. She's hung her harp on a willow tree, so she doesn't feel as good as you and me. She turns into the broadcast of the joyous glory and doesn't understand what's going on in this place. Uh, like, this is drunk? What is this? Is this Christianity? Are you a real believer? You're just making fun of Christians? They don't even understand anything of the glory of God. And it's not to make fun of you. It's just that's how different living in the glory is to living in the earth dimension. Your inner man has elevations. The Bible teaches that I will raise you from the dead in degrees of glory and elevations of your inner man through the soul and if the morning star rises in your heart by your faith and obedience in the prophetic word guess what your day is going to dawn your cup's going to overflow over the natural realm and i will give you dominion i've already given you dominion but you will take the dominion that i've given you over the flesh over the second heavens over the wandering stars and over the world how many y'all know the bride of christ has prophesied for thousands of years to rule the world <laughs> Say, I'm a member, I'm a member. Of, a of a secret society. But we're coming out of the closet to proclaim from the rooftop that I am a member of the Bride of Christ. Amen. And he's going to totally fry your personality to rejoice in that truth and have as much fun telling the truth every day with your friends, making fun of demons and devils and all the works of the shadows, they'll be totally sealed out of your party time in the glory. <laughs> Against spiritual feasting, there is no law. 
against the fruits of the spirit there is no cap there is no control there is no no if anyone is restricting how much joy how much wine you are drinking in the garden of eden they are an antichrist they're full of satan hallelujah it's true you know people they just push the wine as a side dish in the church and let human beings run it and it's just a total abomination like we come here for teaching of the word well the word is entered the joy what word are you learning if it's not the word of god at the right hand of god in the eternal pleasures that are far beyond pharmakia far beyond all the pleasures of the flesh combined and they're never fading and they're sin free they're darkness free and it makes your faces radiant like archangels all the time i think we might want that teaching of that word amen we want to get into the word brother where's the teaching of the word how about a demonstration of the glorified word in the joy of jesus at the right hand of god getting into the real gospel which is experiential it has to be drunk it has to be felt later on you understand that's what my bible says at first you don't at first it's all faith at first you drink 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 then your demons manifest and you go at your spouse with the butcher knife and we have to hold you down and cast pigs of the parlor out of you sometimes for years i couldn't believe how cursed people got in the devil where it be endless demonic manifestations right side by side the manifestations of the glory realm it's like one is an open grave and one is the open tomb like one is the open hell one is the open heaven one is the throne of jesus rivers of joy one is the throne of satan rivers of bitterness accusation antagonizing against all the fruits of the spirit mockery slander scoffing gossip and worse than that worse than that the fruits of the flesh are written in galatians 5 you read the fruits of the flesh it's twice as long as the fruits of the spirit twice as long by the apostle in the bible i'd read it too but i can't read right now <laughs> some days when i'm preparing for joel's bar i can barely see the screen over there as i'm setting it up <laughs> oh lord blast us in the glory blast us with light the bible says when you're in the word of god in the heavenly glory the true transfigured word jesus is the word jesus is at the right hand of god that that word gives light the real word of god is the shekinah glory the fake false dead letter dumb religious crap people do that's not jesus at all jesus is the word of god in the fullness of the glory of god and never anything else there's only one jesus the glorified lamb of god there's only one word of god he's at the right hand of the father entered the fullness of joy and he said i've given you my spirit so that your joy be perfect and your joy be overflowing i mean we're getting into the place where our joy is overflowing and we got only about 80 people on the planet even happy about it most people distracted by joe biden what are the luciferians doing now to create chaos the model of the illuminati is ruled by confusion they're if you're involved in a reaction to what the deep state and the illuminati is doing you're being ruled by the luciferians you they got you 
If you are reactionary to the works of the devil, you're being ruled by the devil. Truth, anyhow, you can only react legally as a disciple to the glory realm, to the ancient throne room of God the Father and the Lamb. We're going to go up in a whirlwind of joy. We're going to go up in the wine. So the Bible says that suddenly I was transported into the house of wine. That means it doesn't need to be sitting at Joel's bar for two years. It's finally I soften my heart, get over myself, repent of all my wickedness and my evil and the sin in my heart and my mind and all my selfish, greedy ways of just being a brat. <laughs> and then he hits me with a joy baseball bat. And I'm the ball, he's the batter, he's the swinger, and the runner, and it's a home run every time like a machine gunner. <laughs> and he's just pegging you outer into outer space, far above the human race, in the glory. Amen. And you're never going to come down. Now you're going to be out there without a frown, and you'll never act like a clown. But you'll be dressed in the royal gown of the glory, the bride of the Lamb of the great I Am. The Bible says that when you get raptured, when you get lifted up by the baptism of the fire, you got the baptism of the Spirit, you speak in tongues, that's nice, we've had that a hundred years. Let's get into the baptism of the fire, which is the glory that will lift you up out of the earth. You can still have the baptism of the Spirit and be on earth and be a total wreck. You're not even in the promised land. That's not the promised land. The promised land is the baptism of fire, which is the baptism of the Shekinah, which is going up into the glory that lifts you out of the earth into the angelic heavenly sphere, Revelation 5.10, and they shall rule from the angelic dimension over the earth for a thousand years with Jesus Christ. And the fire baptism is the baptism of the glory that we're here releasing upon you so that you can go out of the earth into the heavens and then have a revelation how to stay there all the time and never have a negative experience, a human experience, an earthly experience ever again the rest of your lives. <laughs> I mean, that's why they call it the promised land. The promised land is the heavenly realm. The promised land is accessed only by the baptism of fire. <laughs> Just say, give me the baptism of fire. The baptism of fire. Give the whole earth the baptism of fire. Jesus said, I've come to bring fire upon the whole earth. Oh, how I wish it was already kindled. Kindle it! <laughs> so what is he bringing? The glory. The baptism of fire is the baptism of the glory. It's the floods of the days of Noah. <laughs> the living water is the baptism of fire. <laughs> People speak in tongues and don't have any revelation of the river at all. There's Pentecostal churches everywhere by the thousands with zero river revelations. Zero living water revelations. The baptism of the Spirit is not the revelation of the living water. It's not the water gospel. It's the Pentecostal gospel. It's not the full gospel. The full gospel has to go into the fire realm where you understand the workings of the living waters. 
that will lift you out of the earth into the heavens constantly and you know the waterway of God that took Jerusalem. So you're the new Jerusalem, the Bible says, the bride is the new Jerusalem coming down like a scroll. In order to take Jerusalem in the natural in the Old Testament, they had to understand the waterways of the city. They went up through the aqueduct. They went up through the water gate. In order to understand the new Jerusalem of the new covenant of the New Testament, you have to understand the living water, which is the baptism of the Shekinah glory that far supersedes the first baptism prior to that of the Holy Spirit. One comes after me whose sandals I'm not fit to untie. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. The charismatic church has never had the and fire. The sons of God bring the and fire, which is the glory that ends the church age. No more walls, no more churches in the whole world. When the baptism of fire really comes, there will be no churches anywhere on the earth. It'll be all heavenly glory. Amen. And so you're dealing with the church age immaturity of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the clinging to gifts and the clinging to the things that the mind can control, the things that are irrevocable, the things that don't depend upon the glory cloud. So you're not living by faith. You're living by abilities that are irrevocable that your brain can still be in control of. The baptism of fire means there's zero brain control. That's why people get freaked out and they run away be like, I'm, I'm I'm just going back to the charismatic church it's easier there that's what the whole church age has become complacently satisfied on charismatic church it's the church age ending and the kingdom age beginning from the baptism of the holy spirit into the baptism of fire from the sixth day the pentecostal age into the seventh day the age of the glory it's the age of the drunken glory too because we're going to because there's so much opposition to going forward into the promised land because we're complacent in pentecostal Christianity. We're complacent in charismatic Christianity. We think we've arrived. That's not even close. It's not even remotely close. You're still on the earth. You haven't even begun airborne yet. You haven't even begun to understand being from above and not below yet. You can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and be 100% still with your mind below. And struggling and having faith issues, moral issues, all kinds of issues that need tissues. But when you get the fire of God, you're lifted up and there's no more issues. It starts to peel off of you. You don't sin like you used to. You don't have lust in your eyes like you used to. You don't have any problems like you used to. Your finances, finances are on autopilot. Rivers of angels take care of your money and your bank and your bills. All you got to do is trust the fire of God to lift you up. To say, I want the fire. <laughs> Father, I thank you for the baptism of your glory lifting up everyone at the sound of my voice above the earth's atmosphere put us into celestial orbit the bible says the wear celestial garments which means you have to be in a celestial place the word celestial is heavens we say cosmos stars but there's another word there the celestial realm it's the promised land prepared for you in the heavens 
or you will rule over the earth angelically by your spirit's ability that far surpasses your soul or your mind's ability. So your spirit is getting fed. During the church age, we fed spirit. We have foundational doctrine. We've understand a little bit about the Holy Ghost and got a little out of our, our comfort zones, a little bit out of religion. Now we're going to be completely delivered from the realm of the dead, the realm of the natural, the realm of religion. And there will be no one that loves Jesus on the earth. In fact, anyone that wants to rise in the coming days, the glory be so thick, one breath and they'll go up like a thousand leagues under the sea. Just lift off into the glory. Effortless ascension. If you're striving, if you're trying, and it's like, man, I've already done that, Brandon. Uh, I've heard that teaching on YouTube before. I tell you what, it's going to get easier and easier. You know what's different? You know what's different? How easy it gets. How carefree and effortless it gets. It does get easier. Why? Because your faith gets bigger. Because your intimacy with the Holy Spirit gets stronger. His ability is the fullness of power. Why isn't it displayed through our souls? Because he wants to possess you. You have to make room in your hearts. He's not just going to force himself into your heart. The Bible says, I stand at the door and knock. You decide if you open your soul for Jesus to come in with the flood of fire to lift the soul above whatever thing is plaguing your mind, whatever thing is torturing you, tormenting you, whether it be just a lack of finances or wanting a spouse, um, the desires and the promises of your heart, nothing is fulfilled and you're just struggling all the time or you don't have any struggles, but you just want a bigger blessing. Whatever it is. I mean, some people don't have any blessing yet because they barely have any glory. They've barely drunk the living waters and they barely know the Holy Spirit. The Word of God's not working in their spirit. So just jump in the river right away. The Bible says the future generation will be born and raised in Zion, which means they won't even ever know what it's like to be from below. They'll be sealed and born and raised on streets of gold. Will it look like streets of gold? Yes, in the spiritual dimension. In the glory realm, it will be literal gold. What your eyes see don't matter anyway. Isaiah 11 says that he will never judge by what his eyes see. It'll be realer than anything your senses can see. It'll be realer than what you feel. It'll be the, the truth anyhow. We're going into the realm of the truth anyhow. <laughs> We're going into the realm that Jesus lives in that will burn up your brain so much that the heavenly glory will be the only thing you ever experience the rest of your life. The promised land is a place where you're sealed and a generation is about to be birthed in the promised land. The harvest of this generation is not harvested in the wilderness. We're in wilderness when we're in the church age, in the six-day Pentecostal charismatic church understanding of the Holy Spirit. We're in the wilderness. That is the wilderness. The wilderness, wilderness is not Egypt. You've crossed the Red Sea. You're born again. You've come to the Jordan. They came to the Jordan in 11 days. They were at the Jordan in the Bible. They didn't cross it, but they came to the Jordan in 11 days. And then after that, it was just mountain and all the mixture to glorify them in the wilderness. 
to learn God's ways, to hear God's word, to believe God's ways, and to believe God's word, to go up the mountain, go into heaven, and to get saturated and marinated in their souls so that they could maintain a promised land reality forever. How many of y'all know they're still there? You can look up on Google Maps and there's Israel on the map. And it's full of the Jewish race that's still in the promised land of the Old Testament. They're still there. It's been 4,000 years, guys. Hallelujah. You know what I mean? Imagine you in the New Testament promised land in 4,000 years. Send your angels 4,000 years into the future and bring it back right now into your soul and pour upon our heads 4,000 year old futuristic glory just to mess our minds up in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and let that futuristic glory devour all the judgments of Satan and his angels and the deceived and bewitched and the carnal flesh worldwide. So there isn't a negative report against the glory realm. There isn't a negative report against Red Letter Ministries and any of us here that it's all just favor. Amen? Because all you're going to do is just totally bless and heal and jubilize their entire existence so that they don't even have any area in their life that's not completely and totally prosperous. I mean, why would anyone fight that? Demons? I mean, 200 million of them, I heard their number. And the demons tempt you in sin to fight against your own promised land and your soul to fight your own joy. And so most people destroy themselves by demonic influence just in sheer ignorance. Sheep kill themselves. The most common way of death is that sheep just fall off cliffs and die. They literally are just kill themselves continuously. That's why they need a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd because they're clumsy carefree crazy animals that will just fall off things fall into holes fall they mostly fall off cliffs they jump off cliffs you don't have to cast demons into sheep to jump off cliffs like pigs pigs won't jump off cliffs sheep fall off cliffs they're not like goats that can hang on the sides they don't have the natural ability to protect themselves they need a shepherd in the realm of the natural that's why Jesus calls us sheep we need God we are we are literal sheep and I'm proud to be a sheep of God. No one is ever too mature saying, oh, I'm a shepherd. No, shut up. Get out of here. I mean, I will always be a Psalms 23 sheep. Jesus will always be my good shepherd. If I need to crawl into the embryo and be embryonic as just a little baby in the glory, Jesus is going to be coddling me and cuddling me as a small child for eternity. His name is Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor, and Mighty God, and that will never change. He will take care of the sheep. But if you don't consider yourself a sheep and it's just a big mess, listen, he can't even take care of you because you're not putting yourself in agreement with the shepherd. So, Father, we release the great shepherd upon the lost sheep and upon the sheep even present here and the ones they've been praying for to be brought in to the green pasture of Eden, which is the realm of the glory. Then your cup overflows. Then you're well fed. Then your joy will leap upon the mountaintops. When you are completely and totally shepherd, 
Revelation 7 says the great shepherd shall lead them to the springs of the waters of life and then all their tears and sorrows will be wiped from their eyes with all the negativity of the mind and the experiences of the curse of the fall and the realm of the natural will be vaporized from their souls. They'll never have anything except blessedness and peace all the days of their eternal lives on earth that's written in the book of Enoch. They'll never experience a sour, negative thing again. That is what we're warring for in the promised land. What is the war? Faith. To believe the good report that this dimension actually exists for us on earth as it is in heaven. It's our belief in the word glorified at the right hand of God that melts the elements around us and creates the possibility of this heavenly spiritual dimension that will lift your soul up by believing the gospel. Amen. If you doubt, you go without. If you believe, you'll receive. It's all about faith in a word that's always better than anything the flesh can do. It's always better than your capabilities. It's always outside of self. And that's why those with a religious spirit struggle so much because religion is the purest form of selfishness and pride. It is the idolatry of the self nature. So we need to eat. We come in to the shepherd land of the glory and he will give us wine, he will give us oil, we need to feast. How do you get over yourself? How do you stop looking at yourself? How do you grow to a place where you no longer consider yourself or are aware of yourself? You're only aware of the glory. It's by constantly feasting on the food of the great shepherd. The Bible says the only way is that if he leads you to the springs of the waters of life. So you have to be led by the shepherd. You have to be shepherded by someone, not yourself, called Jesus Christ. And he's inside his apostles and prophets, his mature ones, consecrated messengers, the most accurately, according to the Bible, the real prophetic people that are mature in the prophetic, that have the great joy, that have the great love, that are not hirelings, but are actually consecrated, set apart from the world to lead people into the glory. You'll know them by their joy, which is their fruit. They'll have glorified personalities. It won't be self-interest. It'll be your best interest in mind to go from glory to glory, even when you don't understand. They will lead you into the glory. <laughs> Supernaturally holding your hand, they will take you into dimensions of God's peace and blessedness that you know nothing about. That is the leadership of the prophets. The prophets led every single generation up until now. In the Bible, to this very moment, every generation was led by the prophets. Adam was a prophet. He led for 800 years. Enoch was a prophet. He led. He walked with God and just walked right into the glory. <laughs> prophetically. By the prophetic word you have now, the same exact word. If you get close enough in it, you'll walk in the invisible dimension. You'll walk with God like Enoch effortlessly. Not by mystical information, not by striving in the second heavens, not by the wandering stars that are getting people into all this weird stuff, by simply feasting on the fruits of the Spirit, eating the tree of life. The book of Revelation makes this stuff simple. Keep it simple. Keep it about feasting. Keep it about drinking. Keep it about dancing. These are the childlike aspects that inherit the kingdom. You enter the kingdom like little children. All children do is eat and play. Little children, not just children, not sixth graders, little children. Before you have to go to school, level children. 
so that all you do is play time and eat time and that's it maybe a nap <laughs> you go to bed early but you're worn out from playing all day that's your full-time job when you're little children there's no school there's no homeschool there's no public school there's no private school there's nothing except play time <laughs> and feasting and the bible says that is how you enter the kingdom playtime and feasting that's how you become the man child the woman child an adult who's a child who has learned how to play again in the innocence of the lamb of god you have to restore that innocent carefree playtime reality to live in the greater glory the baptism of fire is playtime with god you have the baptism of the glory is learning how to have fun as an adult <laughs> and a child so you're you know in your 20s 30s you're adults you're in your 70s 80s you're adults some of you in your teens and your kids and you put the kids on this stuff and they'll just rejoice in it they'll always be little children of the glory they'll grow up in the zion dimension they'll grow up grow up angelically you just baptize them in glory and it's easy because your faith is contagious into other people's spirits whatever you're cultivating in your spirit your your air is carrying into everything that has breath around you so the true you is your spirit and the, your real belief system so a lot of people don't have real faith and that's why their air is just as crap and it's sour and it's witchcraft and it's sorcery and it's bitter and it's it's terrible so you need the father to be a vine dresser to trim the stuff and do uproot stuff in your spirit out of your soul out of your mind out of your brainstem out of your bones and marrow and just cleanse you with a brand new gardening soil of god the father's dimension of the garden of eden and sowing all kinds of new sonship jurassic promised land fruitfulness into your spirit so that nothing is growing up in you except that which exists inside the kingdom of heaven because whatever's growing up in you is how you're going to be feeling today you'll wake up every morning intoxicated with joy this isn't a possibility this is something i've practiced since 2008 every single morning i wake up drunk i'm so drunk i am disorientated sometimes falling over sideways not on purpose not effortlessly but my body my flesh is so stupid it doesn't even know what's going on like a dumb sheep i'm just and if i didn't have a good shepherd i'd i'd fall over and break my hip I'm telling you guys, you can get so saturated, marinated by the development of your spirit by childlike faith and get the adulting out of your spirit because it's Satan in you. Get him out of you. Get the devil out of you. Get the sin out of you. The great shepherd shall lead you. Why does he need to lead you? A shepherd means I'm going to take you out of the devil into the glory. The living water is the glory. The living water is the baptism of fire. You're baptized in natural water. First, you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Second, then you're baptized in the glory, fire. Third, and that is promised land, kingdom, power, glory. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory. We have to go into the glory by the baptism of fire. That is the final destination. That is the end of the church age. It don't even matter what the devil's doing out there. If I can just take a hundred people up into this dimension and have you experience it the whole civilization will shift tonight not by me but by the glory of god and the word of god because it's real amen 
Joshua and Caleb, they went in and they, then they came back and said, guys, let's go. Let's go into the glory. Let's go into the promised land. No, we're good with charismatic church. Well, we're not good with charismatic church, are we? We've gotten extremely political. We've gotten extremely serious, extremely fearful. We don't even understand what's behind it very well at all. Most of them have rejected the understanding of what the secret societies running the whole confusing thing are actually doing. They don't even they don't even have the ability to receive the information of reality. And if they do, it's not from a, a victory perspective of the glory realm. It's like we need to stockpile munitions because of civil war. Like that's gonna work against principalities. You know, I mean, you're gonna shoot in a fallen angel with a nine millimeter Glock? It'll go right through it. These are spirits. Nephilim, departed spirits, promised land of the new covenant is you're fighting demons, 200 million. Three different categories, Apostle John uses, or an Apostle Paul both, birds, beasts, and reptiles. The only thing that works against these things is the baptism of fire. You could for the next 30 years and the fallen angels won't even be moved in the second heavens. You're not doing anything in charismatic church. Nothing. Nothing. You get into the glory, an effortless whisper, you just shook celestial principalities. Because you're now in the heavens and you're not on the earth. From the earth, you cannot take down the celestial dimension. The Bible says that celestial powers will be shaken. How? By those that are baptized in the fire of God that are lifted up into the celestial realm. You have to be in that dimension by the baptism of fire that Jesus Christ is trying to get his people into by the freedom of the glory and the manifestation of the sons of God and the teachings of the sons of God. Most people have completely and totally shut it down and rejected it, mocked it, slandered it, just like they did to Joshua and Caleb. But there's a Joshua and Caleb company. Listen, we're not even going to take no for an answer. The Joshua and Caleb's is a company here, a Gideon's 300, that's chosen by their ability to drink the river of glory by embracing something beyond the charismatic church age out in the wild, out in the open, out in a place that is over the earth, through the whole earth, above the earth, below the earth, in the space of the omnipresence and the all-present ability of the Holy Spirit and your spirit begins to tap into the omnipresence through the manifest presence. The baptism of fire puts you in the omnipresence of the Holy Spirit so your spirit is moving at the speed of thought like Adam and Eve in the garden. Sometimes your soul and your mind and your bones will go with you. And if you keep moving in that dimension of the Holy Spirit of invisible light that has filled the universe, according to Colossians, your mind catches up more and more until your mind is renewed to only being celestial and angelic because you have so much wisdom, which is called experience in the heavenlies. Amen! Woo!
promised land. Listen, promised land habitation. And so at Joel's bar or a broadcast from a people that live in the glory dimension that are living in the angelic sphere. That's what the Amplified Classic calls the promised land. The angelic sphere. Revelation 5.10. It is written. This angelic sphere is the realm that the Holy Spirit fire is taking your souls up into. And you're having angelic encounters constantly. Do you see angels? You are an angel. Do you even see yourself? You know what I mean? People are like, I saw an angel. Did you see the angel of Peter or was it Peter? It was like, was it Peter's spirit or was it Peter's angel? Was it Peter's soul or was it Peter's spirit? It was, it was like his spirit was there at the door, right? And so they were seeing men as angels in the book of Acts. That's what the Bible says. Are you seeing your spirit as angels? The pure in heart will see God. Where's God? In your spirit, Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory. The hope of you seeing yourself as an angel and not a mere man because you're eating right for your blood type and having heavenly delight and getting out of the earth into the heavenly light. When you get out of the flesh, which is out of the natural realm, your spirit can go as high as you have faith for every day. There's no cap against spiritual feasting. That's why the Bible says, against the fruits of the spirit, there is no law. There's no cap. This is your constant expanding open heavens as long as you just keep going higher out of the earth and don't be distracted or tempted by what's below. You go higher and higher in what's above and you'll burn up everything below. <laughs> Automatically, when you go up, what's below you is managed by angels and the Holy Spirit 100% of the time. Peter walked on water. Gravity was managed by the Holy Spirit simply by faith and obeying the word. Didn't have to think about gravity. Didn't have to think about the waves or the waters or any of that. About his life or fear or anything. The quality of his shoes or his sandal straps. All of that's taken care of by the Holy Ghost as long as you just go up by faith. Everything below your spirit that rises from the dead is perfectly managed by the kingdom of heaven. That's how the angels get activated. Angelic activation to serve you only happens for the children of the resurrection that go up in the baptism of fire. Amen? So seek the baptism of fire. And the fire of God, what is it going to do? It's going to burn up all your religion, your Pentecostal religion, your charismatic religion. People, we have the glory stream religion now that's offended by watching movies from Marvel comics. Like they're walking out of the Marvel movies. What kind of glory is offended by things on earth? Low glory. We need to go into high glory that has omniscience in all things, that's burning through all things, a prophetic redemption of all things, an understanding of all things, a wisdom of all ages. Get that false Pentecostal holiness away from us. We want the holiness of the glory that's the glorious freedom of the sons of God that's so wise to the pure, all things are made pure. I'm telling you guys, people are so defiled in their unbelief in their mind that they're judging things unrighteous that the Holy Spirit is giving to the sons of God simultaneously. Many of these people that are doing that were the leaders of the previous revivals in the charismatic church. And they've fallen so far from what God's doing today that they've become the enemies of the baptism of fire. And their signs and wonders are waning. 
They're not having the same catching up and experiences because they're not caught up themselves and they're not dissolving the church walls. They're not dissolving the church age. They're not coming out of the sixth day. Yet they call themselves the sons of Issachar who know the times and the seasons. I tell you what, the time and the season is the baptism of fire and the dissolving of the sixth day that's a residue of last season off of the charismatic and glory stream church. Amen. How about a million people coming into the ease of the glory cloud? Who are these that fly along like doves, like clouds and doves and dove clouds? Who are they? These are the people of the seventh day who live in the kingdom age already, who are the most misunderstood people in the entire world, pioneering the entire world to live in the seventh day kingdom age by the knowledge of the glory. The knowledge of the glory cannot be contained in buildings made by human hands. It cannot be contained by the human nature. It's not just an attack on building and planting churches because the carnal mind comprehends not the things of the spirit, nor can it. It's an attack on the whole earthly structure of what fades and comes from flesh and is born of flesh and built by flesh. It's an attack on death itself that only lives in human ability. The gifts of the Spirit can be turned on and off. I decide in my mind, No, turn it off. Oh, turn it off. My mind has control over the gifts. In the baptism of fire, you don't have control anymore. The fire has control over you. It is a maturity that most people can't even stand, but there will be people that can trust the fire of God, that have no exposure to religion, that'll be raptured at conversion, that'll be caught up and just fall in love with the pharmakia of heaven and the pharmakia of earth will just be burnt out of them. Instant conversion of drugs and alcoholics. Drug addicts and alcoholics. Amen, I'm excited about it. <laughs> and a people that will never struggle. Can you imagine a people that are just living in the promised land all the time, refreshing everyone around them with joy unspeakable, full of glory, because they've been completely delivered from the earth to live completely in heaven instantly at birth? That's the pure harvest. The pure harvest is those that go all in at regeneration, born in Zion, converted in Zion, and the sons of God are there to pastor them in that angelic sphere of the baptism of fire in the glory cloud and they'll never have earthly experiences the rest of their lives in Jesus name it's promised in the Bible that the harvest will be a pure harvest and it'll be an effortless harvest it'll be an easy harvest and you're not gonna have religious selfish antichrist spirits in the harvest at all they're burning away amen they're disintegrating in the glory the glory and the fire and the judgment of many of the religious people that could no, no longer walk with the Lord Jesus, all of that is getting far, far removed from the sons of God. The Bible says in John 6, 6, 6, and many could no longer walk, walk with him. Why? Because he was bringing the fire. They were cool when they had control, when they chose, when they eat, when they drank, when they wanted to go home, when they wanted to hang out with their wife or their husband, and when they wanted to go to work, when they wanted to do their own thing. They were okay with it. But when he said, I'm going to take possession of you and you're going to lose control, you're no longer going to live. I'm going to live. 
That's when 5,000 left him in one day and he was left with 12 and he says, but one of you is the devil. So he's <laughs> left with 11 and Satan. Which he's always picking on you, you know what I mean? You're like, are you talking about me? I'm, well, is he in you? Get him out. <laughs> I mean, if, if a person is self-conscious and takes things personally, there's no question Satan is in you. Satan is the ego of self-consciousness. Satan is the consciousness of self in the soul that's fallen from the glory. If anything of the kingdom of heaven is ever taken personally, it's not even a question if the devil's in you. Now it's a question of getting the fire of God in you through baptism through believing and drinking and getting delivered from the devil in Jesus' name. Not once. The Bible says daily deliverance from the evil one. Matthew 6, it is written, and deliverance from the evil one, protection from temptation, has to be brought about by the Father's kingdom and power and glory every day. Teach us how to pray when we pray daily. Delivered from the evil one, the Bible says every day. You can be good for a five-year span of glory revival, then all of a sudden you see them drinking alcohol and whoring themselves around with loose living and living with an immorality, and it's like, what happened? They didn't get delivered that day. Oh my goodness, it has to be a daily deliverance. 62 times in the book of Psalms, the name deliverance, Yeshua, is written. Deliverance is not once. I didn't drive out demons out of you once. I'm driving my glory through you to keep them driven out constantly. You clean out the house, Jesus says you get worse off. Getting delivered don't mean nothing unless you get filled with fire. You'll actually get seven times more demon-possessed. That's what Jesus Christ said. Deliverance is not enough. It needs to be a river of deliverance, a river of Yeshua, a river of glory, a river of fire, constantly delivering you in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind, and in your bodies. I mean, what good is it if you're delivered in your spirit, but your body just is a mess? You need deliverance. It's not even a question how much Satan has you. If there's, if nothing is perfect in your life, it's all the devil. So for just cry out for the fire of God to deliver you from your fire! entire... <laughs> from your entire existence. Just burn up my entire existence. Deliver my entire existence, Jesus. Forgive me for thinking that anything is okay by the, without the constant deliverance of the fire of God in my brain, in my heart, in my spirit, in my bones, in my house. In my personality, we need deliverance in our personality to save our souls. Deliverance is heaven. Jesus means in Hebrew, deliverer. The name of God is deliverance. Do you understand that? We say Yeshua, Yeshua, Jesus all the time, but you're saying deliverance all the time in Hebrew. That's what his name literally means. You're constantly crying out for a greater deliverance. 
and deliverance comes in the lifting up of your spirit through your soul and your soul will go up as you know the real deliverer of your soul more intimately with direct revelation into your spiritual stomach no one can sustain the promised land all the prophets have talked about it for hundreds and even thousands of years. But in order to actually have it, you must be fully God inside minded. Even the greatest teachers of the glory and of the fire of God and of the things of heaven and the mysteries and the mysticism that is accurate and true down to a detail did not have these promises themselves because they were not God inside minded. They had a fading glory in their souls, in their minds. They had a little bit of joy. They had a drink of the promised land. They had a teaching of the promised land. But they weren't raptured into it because they were not God inside minded. They didn't understand the application of these mysteries into their spiritual stomach in the developed of, development of the God sperm seed. Amen. So the God sperm seed, the Bible says, is in your bellies. No one is saved in their soul, 1 Timothy, unless they birth the Son of God from their bellies. From your belly, you have to birth Jesus, Yeshua, deliverance. Your spirit gets built up. The baptism of fire is the building up of the bright morning star rising in your bellies. You have a spirit that is conquering your soul by devouring your soul because your spirit is getting fed by direct revelation of the things of heaven. If you put it into your spirit, your spirit will rise and your soul will fall like a seven-headed beast. Who's the seven-headed beast? Everyone whose soul does not have the baptism of fire yet, which is the entire charismatic church. Truth anyhow. So we're going to go down here into the crystal sea within and be lifted up into the angelic sphere and ruled over by the throne of the Lamb over the crystal sea of our souls, fully baptized in the baptism of fire. Hallelujah. That's the promised land. Zion is the crystal sea for the soul. Now the spirit is going to have different encounters and experiences continuously. But what the brain and the soul experience is water. Not natural water. Supernatural fire water. We say this water is like living water. We don't know what living water is. We know what natural water is. Living water is Shekinah fire. What color is the fire? Clear. It's clear fire. It's clear glory. The Bible tells you it's crystal clear and sparkling. Revelation 22.1. It's clear glory. It's invisible fire. The highest glory is clear. Crystal clear. The purest form of the living water from the throne of the Lamb is crystal clear. Your soul is becoming crystal clear. Your brain is becoming crystal clear. Your bones are becoming crystal clear as you drink and no longer stink because you no longer think. We're too much in our heads and that's why we're not very baptized. You got a seven-headed beast and the rider is the Whore of Babylon. What's the Whore of Babylon? A soul with other spirits in it besides the Holy Spirit. 
You can have no other spirit in your soul, in your mind. The Bible says that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. If your soul has any other spirit, you're in spiritual adultery, spiritual immorality, spiritual whoredom, Pentecostal whores, glory stream whores of Babylon. Awfully quiet here. That should be good news to you. <laughs> because whoever's forgiven much loves much. See, if the soul is still conscious of anything except the clear water, that means there's other spirits influencing it. And we're looking at the realm of the dead. We're looking at a religious spirit. We're looking at ourselves. We're looking at our own flesh instead of the glory. He is the king of glory. The glory of the Lamb is your husband, and the Lamb is the cross. The cross crucifies the soul and everything in it, and so the whole thing becomes clear. It's not bad news to destroy a glory stream charismatic prostitute of Babylon. It's called salvation for your souls. That's what will dissolve the Luciferians and Joe Biden and his inflation. I mean, it's the deliverance from all things. If you can actually believe the Bible, it's written in the word. It's This book is for the priests and kings of earth, Revelation 1. But when we get into those dark passages, it always applies to someone else and not us, right? When we get into the seven-headed beast, clearly it's talking about the Caesars. Clearly it's talking about the Lutherans or the Catholics. It's never us. We're the most advanced prophetic people. We'll have the senior prophets come to our church. We're so mystical. I've been drunk since the Toronto blessing. I tell you what, guys, the baptism of fire hasn't even hit the earth. We are utterly clueless diaper people. We're infants in the glory. And we're about to have crystal clear diaper service. Amen. There'll be no waste. Even the crap that we've dealt with by crapping ourselves constantly will be used as a testimony of how he transformed us out of flesh into spirit. Amen. Crystal clear, living water, spirit, gemstone level faith Christians that are fully as angelic as God the Father who conceived you when you were born again. If you're born of God, you grow up to be like God since you're born of Him. Who has ever grown their spirit to be the same as God the Father in ability? Like five people in the history of Christianity. But how about a generation that all grow up by being fully spiritual, fully holy spiritual, and fully God inside minded, willing to sacrifice all the selfishness and stubbornness of the soul and brain with all of its cares and wants every day to live carefree in the glory. You know what carefree glory is the easiness of the glory? All of the disagreement of my heart and mind is burned away. That I am fully the bride of Christ. That I am fully and completely married to someone besides myself. And it's not an external relationship. It's an internal relationship. There's one that sticks closer than a brother. There's the Holy Spirit on the inside of the temple of the Holy Spirit, the new covenant of your bodies becoming living sacrifices. When the, sacrifice, when the sacrificial word goes forth and you hear the word, you make the decision by when you hear it, if you go into it or reject it. 
A lot of people, you can feel it when I preach, mostly just reject it. I'm not going to sacrifice that. I've said no to God. Most people say no. And that's why you have the sorrows of the prophets is because they, they won't become clear. They won't become the bride of Christ. They're damning their souls and saying no to the word that gains light to their souls, that burns up their souls. They say yes to the darkness, to the selfishness of the soul, to their cares and wants and their own plans for their lives and how they want to live. Most people say no. But a remnant, even in the Bob Jones prophecy of a billion people, that's only one out of eight that say yes to the glory. And I believe most of them won't even be Christians because we're so wrong in our theology and doctrine and our headstrong stubbornness and sorcery of learning all of the prophetic stuff in the brain, but having none of it in the free flow of the spirit that flows out of our bellies. We're not even God inside minded. We're God outside minded and we call ourselves prophetic. You're not prophetic at all. You're pathetic. The prophetic is the losing of the flesh to the control of the Holy Spirit and his power. If you are not controlled by the Spirit and the Word of the Holy Spirit, you're not prophetic. You're false prophetic. A false prophetic is that your mind still has control. And then you justify it with a sour, serious face. Self-control. No. Selfish control. Soul control. Horror Babylon, seven-headed beast. You're not in the true prophetic, you're in the false prophetic 100% of the time unless you're losing control to the fire of God burning you up and you go up in vapor, you go up in smoke, blood, fire, bills of smoke, Joel's army, book of Joel, it is written. I mean, who's going up in the, in the vapors? Be vaporized. Amen. The baptism of fire turns the soul and the brain into vapor. What is this life but fleeting vapor? Who wants to be fleeting vapor? Out of the mist of the earth, vapor arose and watered the garden. It means the people that become crystal clear in the living water in the baptism of fire, which is the baptism of the Shekinah glory. This is how Jesus walked through walls, guys. You want to walk through the walls? You got to start with walking through the walls of your heart, walking through the walls of your skulls and your brains, walking through the walls of your five physical senses, walking through the walls of your own bones and marrow. Walk through the walls of your own temple first, then try your own house. Well, we're stuck inside the flesh under the law, and we think, man, I'm a real Christian. We're a real numbskull is what we are. <laughs> we're, we're really deceived is what we are. We need an accurate assessment from someone other than ourselves of our accurate condition, not in condemnation, so that we can receive a further baptism of a greater salvation than we ever realized necessary. Understand today. We need a baptism we don't even know exists. A promised land that no one's even told us about. We need Zion. We need the glory of the heavenly realm. We need to come out of the earth into heaven. We're born in that place, but we're trapped in a body. You have to overcome your own flesh to go into heaven. Truth anyhow, no one has ever overcome the world unless they overcame their own soul and brain. You're only overcoming you. It's not me. Don't be a hypocrite. Hypocrite said it's always someone else. They're always blaming others. But a real lamb of God pays the price for the people like a scapegoat and absorbs the sins of the people, even if they're ignorant, even if they reject it. 
If they're making progress, we will incubate over them like a brooding mother hen of glory. The glory cloud of the tabernacle, David, will cover a people while they're maturing so they can grow up without demonic influence. The key is to remove the 200 million demons that are killing, stealing, and destroying and having a heyday down here. And when you get rid of all of them and bind them out of the earth by creating a perimeter like any good soldier would during any wartime of any war in history, then you have a people that can grow up on earth as it is in heaven. But it will take a mature people in the heavenly celestial realm to create a covering in a perimeter, a dome, a tabernacle of King David, a man after God's own heart. Guess what? He found God's heart. Now we manifest the heart of God around the planet, kicking the demons outside the perimeter so they can't come through the walls of Jasper. It's not just for the believers. Ask and I will give the heathen nations as an inheritance for you, says the Lord. Unbelievers are the inheritance of the believers, the Bible says. How? By creating a, a new world where the righteousness of the Lamb of God has a perimeter and a canopy and has pushed through all flesh the demons out of Earth's atmosphere. Amen. So then all you have is the influence of the sons of God in the whole planet. And of course, while you're doing that, all the demonic influence of all the realm of the dead is attacking you every step of the way as you're pushing them out of the earth every day. Because the sons of God understand this stuff and walk in it for decades. Amen. And you're pushing them out. The Bible says hell will be taken out of the earth and thrown in the lake of fire. That's what the Bible says. Hades, the underworld, the place of departed spirits, the altars, of the dungeons of the seven mountains of Babylon the Great will be taken out of the bowels of the earth. Jesus descended into that dimension and took the keys of Hades, the Bible says, Revelation 1. And the underworld will be glorified in the fountains of the great deep of original Zion of this blue diamond earth. This sapphire planet of a living gemstone will come to life from the core of the earth with fountains of the great deep of the Garden of Eden through the manifesting sons of God of the roots of David. And the bright morning star will be the covering of all the earth through your hearts and through your minds made clear by the angelic baptism of fire to give all the mature ones angelic ability in this place, in this race, and in this place. And you're going to take over everything with the glory. The Father has granted to you His ability in completeness, but it's so different than the church age that most people have rejected it as heresy. Most people have slandered it so significantly that no one would listen to the sons of God. I mean, look at my reputation. It is the most slandered reputation of any minister on the face of the earth. Study the internet. Find someone whose reputation, whose name has been more attacked than mine. They don't exist. There's no one experiencing more opposition in the world than this ministry right now. No one having a hundred thousand Pentecostals attack them and their teen challenge experiences. And I'm not angry about it. I'm telling you, the devil has targeted us for a reason because we're going after the seventh day baptism of fire in the promised land of a demon free earth. It's going to start with a demon free Minneapolis. 
Bob Jones told me that face to face in two, 2012. Minneapolis will be a demon free zone. I don't think he counted the cost and understood the warfare. There was a delay on it. We've had to wrestle a lot more stuff than you could ever imagine to get here. Look at the front page of the news, newspapers last 15 years. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minneapolis. They're putting up Minneapolis people's statues in China. George Floyd in China from Minneapolis that's shaken the world through social justice and it's not because of anything in the realm of the natural, it's because of the celestial shaking against principalities in the spiritual dimension. And it's gonna go forth through the whole earth in the true manifest mature sons of God to create demon-free zones, Goshen's, Goshen's. There'll be a hundred in the USA and a thousand worldwide where people have completely perfected third heavens on earth and they didn't do anything to deserve it. They just grew in undeserved, unearned grace by relationship with the Holy Ghost and excited to be controlled by the fire of God and nothing else. I'm just going to go along with God. I don't care who's against me. If God's for me, who can be against me? God's doing such a new thing in our day. No one will believe it even if they're told. How many of y'all have experienced that your entire lives? You tell them the truth every day. No one believes that this is crazy. You got 50 people that can even handle the truth of sonship in the promised land. But how many of y'all know that's more than Joshua and Caleb had? Joshua and Caleb had zero. So rejoice that you have 50. Rejoice that you have 300. They can handle this meat. It's a sign and wonder that there's a maturity on earth that can handle true Zion promised land, angelic son of God revelation to bring forth the baptism of fire to turn earth into a demon-free zone. Amen? <laughs> so the wine, you keep drinking it because you're going to have to be drunk while you do this stuff. Because everyone around you is full of enemies. The Bible says he prepares a table before you in the presence of enemies. Your spouse will be demon-possessed. Your kids will be demon-possessed. They'll be jumping in the DNA. If the glory hasn't burned through their DNA and their serpent DNA and their serpent flesh is not crucified by the built-up of their spirit, the shadow world will speak through all flesh around you. You might have a freaking seagull jump down on a on a fence and start cursing at you. I've seen that before. I've seen the animals speak through with demon spirits in them. I've seen so many people that I go and minister to, their, their necks do a 180 and contort and begin to speak to me in demonic tongues. I've watched the foul birds land on people's heads and go right through their contorted faces like Mr. Smith in the Matrix over and over and over dealing with the realm of the demonic that has controlled this world through the invisible realm my entire life. And now we are just coming to a place of maturity where we can control them. Or there doesn't exist a bird in the celestial realm that we aren't superseding in power and angelic ability and bird ability as eagles and doves and some terrible firebirds, stuff that can't even be named or mentioned on earth, that can't even be comprehended in this dimension, is what God is doing in the heavenly dimension through our actual maturity. You can't even exaggerate this stuff because the supernatural is so much greater than the natural. It is so much greater. You can't exaggerate what your God is doing in the heavens. There's never 
a thing from heaven that's exaggerated because as soon as a child believes it, it's created there. It's there. You had faith for it. It appears right in your garden in the third heaven. The second you have a wild thought and your doubting, unbelieving parents just shut you down. Say, fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. We don't have that Marvel stuff in our house. We don't have that mysticism around here. We're into some Pentecostal church age demons. I tell you what, all that's going to burn, the baptism of fire, is going to loose you from all your sound doctrine, all your sound theology, all your brains that have just quenched the spirit of fire from lifting up so many people into the heavens outside the earth to have constant raptures, constant ecstasies, constant realms of wine cellars and treasure houses. The angelic ability <clears throat> is in the heavens. Pretty excited about it, actually. <clears throat> my spirit sees this stuff so clearly, but my flesh still can't even handle it. I'm getting burned up with all y'all at the same time. We're burning together. Like it says in The Hobbit, if we burn tonight, we all burn together. It's a mountain of burning glory. Let's receive the baptism of fire together. We're going to get our flesh upgraded. Listen, the voice will come back as thunder. It's okay. You just get excited about the baptism of fire. Don't even, you just throw your flesh out there and let it flop in the wind. No one's into self-preservation around here. We got out of respectability and dignity decades ago. I'm into manifesting a river of fire so strongly that I don't know if I'll ever recover. I don't care as long as the fire is loose through my temple. I don't care if my eyeballs are permanently burnt out of my eye sockets as long as the fire comes out of my face. <clears throat> I don't care if my tongue is scorched in my mouth as long as the Word of God comes forth from Zion. Because the Word of Zion and the Word of fire will burn up everything, including our own flesh, as we begin to see the things of the high heavens as we begin to attack the things of earth with the love of God, declaring a love war. I declare a joy war. We attack with joy. We're, the tree of life is dropping fruit bombs, bliss bombs from heaven. Not just in the song that we sing, but in the reality that makes our heads ring. Bell ringers. Wong like smoking an eight ball a crack to your head every breath because the tree of life just dropped a bomb on your face and your eyes are blind. I have to pull over to the side of the road and probably take a nap. I can't drive anymore. I just got hit with a bell ringer from the tree of life. I just lost my mind in an actual ecstasy from eating and experiencing God in heaven who's more real than flesh in hell and demons on earth. And the spirit of unbelief will be utterly destroyed from the earth. And the spirit of doubt that doubts the things of the glory and doubts in the religious spirit that hates the baptism of fire and has fought it with deception for decades in the charismatic church and in the glory stream that has held back the revival of the sons of God and the harvest 
of the end of the age will be utterly destroyed <laughs> by wild people that get so undignified just breaking out of this temple in nonsensical rivers of glory, rivers of fire, rivers of fruitfulness, demonstrating the promised land so intensely that Joshua and Caleb probably would have rejected it. They would have died in the wilderness. They looked at us. When they saw the new covenant promised land, Joshua and Caleb probably would have blasphemed the glory of God. What is that? Look at these drug addicts, these alcoholics. What are they doing? That's not God. And they're just bursting at the seams, seams and the, the and slaughtering their flesh. Slaughtering their mind as they release glory. Slaughtering their dignity slaughtering their mind and brain and everything that controls the natural realm and just breaking it and keeping it broken and expanded and not trying to put it together keeping it peeled back a circumcised soul a circumcised mind and getting the spirit out of the flesh out of the cave to take over as an angel and going around with white talons as a white eagle and terrorizing everything that the devil is doing and loosing the human spirit out of the flesh. The religious spirit is what keeps you inside the mortal body to die in the flesh. That's not God's plan for anyone ever. There's no death in God. So it's going to take an extreme wildness of the fire of God to just break out of the skull, break out of the flesh, break out of the human blood as a spirit being, as an angelic son, and just terrorize all the shadows that cause people to lose confidence in the ability of the word to break out of their own flesh and skull, out of their own intelligence and natural ability and their natural man and their human skin and human limitations. All of it has to be utterly incinerated by the ones who break out of the flesh, the ones that rock off hatch, the ones that dash the nations to pieces like pottery, which is the loose of the human spirit in the glory of God and the word of God is empowering your spirit to supersede your flesh all the time and you don't have to give anyone an explanation you have the right of the blood of Jesus and the death of the king of the Jews at the place of the skull to be out of flesh in the spirit destroying all the fallen angels around you all the time according to the New Testament Amen! Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Father. Holy! Amen! You might have to get really hopped up on the pharmacia of heaven. You might have to get really drunk, really high, really fried in the glory to do it. Yeah, I'm talking about the things of heaven that will so enthrall your flesh. The Lord visited the earth and intoxicated the valleys. Intoxicate the earth and get people out of their earthen vessel. Get people outflowing in the power of our resurrected Lord right in their spirit, right through their soul, right through their brain, out of body all the time, and they never go back in because they never listen to the devil. The devil put the human spirit under the flesh. Jesus Christ raised the human spirit 
out of the flesh, popped out love, and we're never going back into the cave of the flesh. We will live out of the flesh, out of the cave. Elijah's not in the cave anymore. Elijah's not cowering from Jezebel and the fallen angels and the fallen archangels. He's stomping them under feet with the river of fire in all the world today. Amen. And let everyone that wants freedom find it in an open heavens all over the earth. And it's as easy to rise from the dead as breathing the rain of fire. See, the manifest sons of God go up over the earth's atmosphere and rain glory down through all flesh. I will pour out my spirit in all flesh. What kind of spirit? The quality of spirit that you have faith for. And if that spirit goes from the baptism of the spirit to the baptism of fire, I'm going to rain full forth the seven manifestations of Zion in wine and oil and gold and feathers and fire and stuff beyond comprehension that can't even be named but it's gonna feel really good ecstasy shall rain from the sky angelic ecstasy angelic pharmakia they will slaughter drugs and alcohol slaughter heroin slaughter violence slaughter crime slaughter demons slaughter the human nature it's gonna slaughter it with a love war of the heavenly dimension and it's gonna slaughter everything that has kept the spirit submitted to the flesh it's gonna slaughter the law it's gonna slaughter religion it's gonna slaughter legalism and it's gonna set the captives free in eternal jubilee the gospel goes forth to release the prisoners from their flesh. The prison in 2022 is the human spirit trapped inside a skull or a flesh. You're going to come out of yourself in the glory. The glory is the ability to overcome yourself. In the glory, you are introduced to your own angelic spirit. And that's the real you. And it will burn up your heart and your mind and, and completely fry your personality. So the expression of your countenance will become pure glory all the time. Now, if a demon comes around, it might be like the sons of thunder. It might be lightnings. It might be terrible cherubim slaughtering demons and principalities and powers and thrones and dominions. But if the wonderful sweet harvest comes around, it's just going to be joy. It's just going to be pure love, just like butter on toast, <laughs> just releasing oil of favor through everything that has breath. All the nations shall remain in eternal jubilee, but only the evil spirits shall be shaken out of the earth, commands the Lord of hosts. This is all about creating an earth where God's glory dwells for everyone to enjoy it all the time without the torment of sin and demons. Amen. Thank you, Father, for it. Let this word go forth through all flesh and all shadows and all flesh. Let it strike down principalities and powers. Let it destroy the works of the devil. Let all the works of the devil be confused and turn on themselves. Let the word of God be like a mighty sword of the Garden of Eden, slashing and thrashing through all the demonic warlocks and sorcerers who love their relationships with demons and the sacrifice of the dogs in the valleys and those on the mountaintops who practice sorcery, sorcery be cut down and destroyed. 
Let this happen quickly now by the sword of the Lord of the Garden of Eden, by the sons who live in the garden of his glory. Amen. And let it be shown inside the eyes of all the doubters and unbelievers and the religious Pharisees and hypocrites and the pretenders and play actors that they might believe and fear the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Holy. Woo. Luke 5:26 and overwhelming astonishment and ecstasy seized them all all of them were seized <laughs> And John 20, 20. So saying, he showed them his hands and his side. And when the disciples saw the glory, they were filled with joy, delight, exaltation, ecstasy, and rapture. This is the scene of the baptism of fire, your eternal rapture. If you're excited about this word tonight, give an offering, sow into this word for your houses, for your families, for your lost loved ones, for your businesses, for everything in your entire world to be saved. Give an offering into Zion. Give an offering into the promised land. Sow a seed of your eternal jubilee under the government of the sons of God that will completely free you from the IRS and all the tax system of the Luciferians in the USA. It's coming. There's a glorification of America that's going to be completely different. We're going to have to get through a little bit of a hard time, but we're going to get through it by the baptism of fire and there will be a new United States, declares the Lord Almighty. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> the fire can do it easily in one day without any of your help. There'll just be a handful of mature believers that end the demonic Luciferian